Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, November 28th, 2022. On today's episode, uh, I was on the road again, and I'm going to be on the road soon. Shit. It's my motherfucking profile, cause you know that's how I gonna defile the statue of Queen Elizabeth. I don't know. <laughs> Why the fuck would I say that? Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, 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 November 28th, 2022. Let's get on. Uh, how are you? Did you fucking get out there and all the all the shopping madness, all the chaos here on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, the biggest holiday shopping week out of the year? Uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy, fucking, it's Christmas. It's Christmas time. Fucking, uh, how do you play fucking Jingle Bells again? Do do do, boo do do, ba ba bee ba. Wow, I'm fucking really shitty at that. I'm usually good at braining stuff out. Jingle bells, jingle bells, boop, boop, bada, boy. Uh, anyways, how are you? Anyways, uh, how are you? Did you have a good weekend? Did you do anything fucking fun and exciting? Did you go out and enjoy any of the winter fucking festivals that are going on right now? There's all sorts of outdoor activities and fucking indoor activities and all sorts of Santa Claus parades and all sorts of shit that's going on. <laughs> I uh, I had a good weekend. Let's start off the show with a little bit of a. Little fucking Phrygian. Uh, hi. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I had a fucking good weekend since last we spoke. I was, uh, what the fuck did I do? Okay, so Friday, uh, I had a uh, busy day for me. I started the day at the gym. You know, I'd be pumping that motherfucking iron. I almost went for a 2 eat today. I might go for, I still might go for a little fucking jog later. But, um, so yeah, so I, uh, Friday, busy day. I started my fucking day at the gym. And then I had a big, uh, my radio show. And I had to do all that shit. And then I had a remote at the Milton Mall. <clears throat> So the remote is when, if you've ever listened to the radio, and they're like, hey, it's Katie, I'm here, Danny Andrews Ford, we got hot dogs and pops, we got deals, $2.99 bi-weekly for the new Ford F-150, $3.50, and also, if you've been looking to get into that new Ford Focus, we can get you down, zero down on 97-year payment plan, um, so it was one of those, right, I was doing a remote, and we were at the mall. Uh, promoting Black Friday at the Milton fucking mall. Oh, before I forget it, I am going to be back in Edmonton on Saturday. This Saturday, fucking December 3rd, I will be at the Grindstone Theater in Edmonton. If you want to grab tickets, uh, go to the Grindstone Theater on Google. Fuck, you can figure it out. Fuck, go to Grindstone. We're going to be there at 7 o'clock on Saturday. I'm headlining the show. Just doing a quick little hit and run, okay? So uh, I wasn't bigging this up too much. I didn't want to burn any fucking... I didn't want to burn any, uh, any, you know, any tour, potentially upcoming tour. Um, but yeah, uh, if you want to come see me and you're in Edmonton and you are free on Saturday at seven o'clock, I will be at the grindstone motherfucking theater. Okay. 
So I was at the Milton Mall on Friday, and we we're doing uh, doing the remote there for Black Friday deals. And we get into this mall, and it's like Abbotsfield Mall. It's literally like the fucking. It's on the end of its life. Like I think most malls are on the end of their lives, but this one, like it, it, it. It accepted its fate quite early on. <laughs> Many years ago, it accepted its fate. And just a fucking dead-ass mall. And then, just, yo, it's a dead-ass, yo, that's a mall, dead-ass. Uh, but it was a literal dead-ass mall. So we get in there, and it's so funny, bro. It's like a fucking empty mall. And we're, like, setting up to do the remote. And I'm supposed to be essentially, like, reporting on all the fucking chaotic Black Friday sales. And it's like Bentley has got 30% off, like, <laughs> one brand of luggage. And there was a lineup, but the only lineup was at the Fido. Was they were actually had a pretty good plan. It was like thirty bucks for fucking thirty gigabytes of data a month on a bring your own phone plan. Which I was like, damn, that I might actually go wait in line for that myself. So I just started making jokes on air. I was just like, yeah, like the people are crawling. <laughs> like I was like trying to make it seem like it was like you got to get down here. The fucking deals are crazy. We got ten dollar leggings and Susie Shear. We got fucking. Get yourself into the new iPhone 14 with zero down, $47 a month, blah, blah, blah. Like just trying to big it up. And and then I also had a, a spin to win. I had a wheel. I had the tick, 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 tick. I had the wheel going. So I fucking was like, I got I got almost $1,000 worth of gift certificates I'm giving away. Come give the wheel a spin. But uh, <laughs> the mall, the wheel that they had, it was like equal... If you ever seen the fucking Wheel of Fortune, like, you got to put, a, like, some bad spaces on there. You know what I mean? You got to put some, like, do not win spaces or, like, you know. But they just had everyone's a winner. Like, every, no matter, <laughs> it didn't matter what the fuck happened when you spun the wheel. Like, you win a prize, which I guess is the point where, like, giving away gift certificates. But you still got to add that element of, like, gambling in there. You know what I mean? There was no fucking, there's nothing on the line. It was just, like, and it didn't matter what color. If you landed on blue, red, or green, you got the same shit anyways. So it was just kind of, like spin the fucking wheel sure like you want to go through this theater and then it was so weird people would like spin the wheel even after we ran out of gift certificates which was like there was still probably like i don't know 20 ish minutes before we had to leave people were like that's fine can i just spin the wheel anyways and i'm like yeah, yeah sure and like and i'm not talking like i understand if you got a kid or kids or this is exciting to fucking spin the wheel or whatever but it was like like grown adults like shopping were like, can I spin it? And I was like, I mean, yeah, like fucking give her, bud. And then it landed on spin again. And then this lady spun it again. And I knew, like I told her, she knew that there was no chance of winning any sort of gift certificates or prizes. But it was just the satisfaction of the spinning of the wheel. And it was so fucked up. There's like a little, the little clicky part. And so many people tried to spin the clicky part. I'm like, have you never seen fucking price is right or wheel of fortune like you spin the wheel not the clicky not the thing the stationary and this lady like reefed on it and like knocked over the wheel <laughs> she like gave a fucking hearty spin like a good price is right like because you, you know you got to go all the way around right so she gave her like a big hearty spin and you know how on the price is right they like spin the wheel and then bob barker gives him the microphone he's like i want to say hi to my aunt brandine and my cousin jolene in south carolina and i want to say hi to my dad frank who's he's in the hospital right now they're taking off his foot because of the diabetes they're taking his foot but i'm here in hollywood and then it goes tick 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 and he's like oh fucking one dollar 
<laughs> I saw the people are doing that. And then I was kind of doing that thing. Like, you want to say hi to anybody? And I had a microphone now, and they're like, hi. <laughs> I don't know if they thought it was like live or what the fuck was going on. Cause we had all the radio like banners and everything set up. Like it was a full ass remote. So then I was like, you want to say hi to anybody? And they're like, I like to say hi. <laughs> and it was just to keep myself entertained. Cause I had a microphone, but it wasn't connected to anything except for the speaker that was there. That was, we were playing the radio station off of. So they're like, yeah, I want to say hi to my mom. <laughs> I'm like, good, great. <laughs> I'm like, go get your fucking $5 gift certificate to Rona now. And it was all theater. Like everything is theater, but people are, so, they just, they just eat it up. It was wild. So, um, so we did the remote. And then as soon as we ran out of gift certificates, the lady, the marketing lady who was like there just like fucked off. She was like, I'm out. She was like a young chick. She had her fucking, uh, earbuds in the whole time. And like was like begrudgingly taking one out to like talk to people every time she had to give them a gift certificate. And then like putting it to me, I don't get that. Like you're at work, like, you know, uh, fuck, take the earbuds out, you know? And then like to put it back in right after when you see there's another person in line and then have to be like, look up and then like take out the earbud again. And it's like, sorry, what? It's like, what? You're fucking at work right now. I don't know. It's just a generation gap, I guess. But like. You used to not be able to wear headphones at work, but now you see fucking like the kids at Loblaws and the fucking stock boys just rocking headphones and you could just hear the fucking, you could just hear the hi-hats, right? And it's like cranking out so loud and you can hear that, and you could just hear the fucking hi-hats and the snare and you're like, that is not good. Like if I'm counting fucking dotted 30 second note, you know, hi-hats here, you're pro that's probably too loud for your fucking ears. <laughs> so so then I had that and then I fucking had to rip all the way from the remote to Kitchener and go see uh Liam and Sandy at the uh, Crazy Canuck inside uh, at the Rusty Nail show inside Crazy Canuck. I've said this before. This guy uh one of my favorite chefs always does like good solid like Canadian food like he does interpretations um, like with a Canadian twist on it. And, uh, and they, uh, the show is always fucking sold out. Like it's pretty much like a guaranteed sellout every week. Cause it's the only game in town. Um, and of course Liam was there and he's also said, I'm his personal favorite comedian. And I don't know, there's just something about that club where I'm like, I'm just free. Like I just totally am free. Like I'm like, I go on stage with a completely blank mind and just let the fucking room tell me where to go. And it was really, really fun. I was like fucking around. There was these Germans and, and they were there for like some guy's 50th birthday party and they had some like German sayings on there. So I was just going off on whatever German I know. I was like, Kronkenwagen, and they were just dying. And then like stage right was all this birthday party, probably like 40 people. And then stage left was like another fucking 40 people who had nothing to do with the party. So when I was doing all this German shit, like one side of the room was like dying laughing. And the other side was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So I'm like, Kronkenwagen is the ambulance. Because the, because in German, the Kronken is the fucking hospital. And then Germans are so like literal non-interpretive. The fucking ambulance is just called the Kronkenwagen. <laughs> so it's like the fucking, that'd be like in English if it was just like, like, call the hospital car. <laughs> He's bleeding out of the neck. Call, call the hospital car. It's like, you mean the fucking ambulance? No, the fucking Kronkenwagen. Um, 
So it was fun. And I was just ripping. I was just riffing. And then there was like this table up front and it was like some handsome dude with like his like good looking girlfriend. And then they, I said, they looked like they looked at, she had like a white turtleneck. I was like, it looks like you guys are like fresh out of a Hallmark Christmas movie. And like your dad owns a construction company that's trying to buy like your yoga studio. <laughs> and everyone like, they looked over and she just had, she had the turtleneck and he was all handsome. And it was just so, it looked, it was like literally perfect. And I was just free, man. I was just fucking giving her. And uh, it was a really nice show. Nice to be Cowbell on Tour. That's what we're doing. That's why I'm coming back to Edmonton. Is we are doing the Cowbell on Tour at the motherfucking Grindstone on uh, Saturday, December 3rd. We will be in Edmonton at the Grindstone. Okay? 7 p.m. There's your fucking promo. Don't say I didn't tell you. And if you want to hit me up, let me know. Uh, I'll bring some fucking, uh, I'll bring a bunch of dope. So if you want me to bring you some dope, fucking let me know. And I will smuggle that in my ash. I'll push some dope in my ash. <laughs> I'll hoop that shit. I'll hoop a fucking seven grams of butter for you. I'll do it just for you. There's nothing to do with my own personal satisfaction out of sh <laughs> Okay. Uh, so that was fucking, uh, that was Friday and then I had a good day Friday and then Saturday, um, chilled out, uh, hung out with the in-laws, you know, had a nice dinner. Fuck man. Sherry is so fucking good at cooking. It's like this, my, my mother-in-law and, uh, holy fuck, man. She made this like chicken curry roti and it was like fucking for like for a white lady and not even for a white lady. It was just good. But then you got like a white lady cooking like this. It's like, holy fuck. Like this is just ex like next level fucking good. So we had that nice fucking curry chicken roti. And then I had to do an eat and run. I felt bad, but I had to get out of there because cowbell on tour. We had, uh, we were on tour in Toronto in the city that we all live in. So we were on tour in our own city somehow. <laughs> I think it's so funny that fucking we're calling this a tour. It's not a tour. We're just going to do some gigs. A tour is when you have fucking venues booked that you either pay for or yeah, essentially that you pay a rental fee on. Or that are booking you on a door deal. And the reason why you're on tour is because you have fans that you're going to see. And anything else other than that is just going on the road. Is just doing the fucking job of comedy. So it's not... <laughs> I guess if we want to call it a tour, we could call it a tour. But we're just going to do some fucking gigs and make cash. There's no, We have no fans that we're going to see. We have no merch. There's no fucking... It's not a tour. <laughs> we're just going to go do some fucking gigs somewhere else other than Ontario. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we're at Backroom Comedy Club, which is like a wild fucking crazy place because the guys who run it are, uh, this guy Ariel and, uh, this guy fucking Brandon and, uh, they run the comedy club and they book themselves on every single show and they do shows like five nights a week or some shit like that. And they do like probably, yeah, I want to say 10 or 14 shows a week or some shit like that. And they... No matter who they book or whatever's coming in, they make sure that those two guys are always on stage. And that was they, what they said. Their prerogative for opening the club was not to make money, but it was to just book ourselves every single day. And it's like, I mean, that's one way to do comedy. I don't know if it's necessarily like the best way to like lock yourself in a cage and have only one singular environment with one singular pool of like humans that you're entertaining. Like I'd say it's better to fucking 
it's actually better to, to do stand up in as many different places as you possibly can to test your material in different environments to get a gauge of, you know, how it's resonating. Whereas if you're going to just do comedy in the same fucking basement every single day, that's kind of why I had to like chill out, um, on the corner was I was there so fucking much. I felt number one that I felt, I felt bad for telling the same jokes in front of Joe every time. Um, and then number two, I just felt like it's like, it's not like I, um, it's not like I was stagnating, but you got to get out there and just try this shit in other places. Like, you know, it's like working out. You can't do the same exercises like all the time and expect to see results. Eventually your body gets used to it. And then you fucking, you got to switch it up, you know, try a different fucking incline chest press or decline chest press. You can't just do flies. You know what I mean? Like you got to fucking change it up a little bit. So anyways, these guys just booked themselves on the show and, uh, and I knew that it was going to be a long ass fucking show. So I showed up like late, like eight 45, the show started at eight. And sure enough, I still had like good 20, 30 minutes before I had to be actually do my set. Um, and then uh, it was great because I was like, there's not that many people there. It's this fucking comedy club, you know, that's like, they don't care how the shows go because they're booking themselves on every single show. So they don't care about repeat customers or they don't give a fuck about anything. They're trying to just skin a sheep as many times as they can. That's an old saying I got from uh, from a road comic. <laughs> I still want to start that podcast. Road comic stories. Because everybody, every fucking comic that I know has a story about this fucking guy. And Alex and I were talking about it. It was like, it's so funny just to be like 23 years old and like locked in a hotel room with like a 40-year-old man who is drunk out of his mind and just crying his eyes out. And you're, <laughs> you're like, I don't have the fucking emotional like, like tools to deal with this right now. And you're just like 23 and there's like a grown man just crying at you <laughs> all wasted. You're like, holy fuck. You're just like stuck in this hotel room. And it's like, sorry, I'm so, so sorry, man. <laughs> oh man. I, and I look back on that now and I'm like, fuck, I couldn't, I'm 33, but I couldn't imagine doing that. Like, you know, approaching my forties, like taking some young fucking 20 ish year old comic on the road and then just fucking downloading whatever sort of prejudices about the art form I have into that comedian and then fucking taking them back to the hotel room and then just getting absolutely shit faced and then just crying my eyes out at them. <laughs> That's not normal. Like it's not normal to get shit faced and then start crying. Like any <laughs> anybody who does that is like got a lot of fucking shit that they haven't dealt with. And it's right under the surface, ready to go. As soon as that three beers comes and they like a fucking battering ram, the third fucking sip of Heineken just fucking breaks it open. Like the walls at Helms deep. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So I, I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to do new shit. So I was doing some new shit and it was kind of working a little bit here and there. You know me, like I kind of like, I don't really write anything, but I just had this idea of like what happened to assassinations. I can't remember who I was talking with, but uh, you know, there used to be a lot of assassinations, right? Like back in the sixties, bro, everyone was getting their fucking JFK, his brother, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, like fucking motherfuckers were getting assassinated in the sixties. And then in the 70s, they were trying. Richard Nixon got shot. Fucking, what's his name? Or not Richard Nixon. Uh, fucking Ronald Reagan got shot. 
motherfuckers, you know, they were out there trying to assassinate people. And I feel like no one's, there hasn't been a good assassination. And it's like wild that there was no assassination attempts on, on Barack Obama. Like that's fucking crazy to me. Cause look at how fucking racist America is like Trump. He didn't fucking make them. He just, he just put a spotlight on what was already there. Right. All those people, all those MAGA people, they were still there. Like they were, they were there in 2008 and they were fucking pissed. <laughs> so I'm like, they have all these guns, but they they, but nobody tried to take them out. Not even one fucking redneck tried to storm the fucking white house and be like, it's the white house. It says it on the fucking door. It's the white house, right? There was no assassinations anywhere. Like uh, we, uh, I guess that Japanese president got assassinated, but I was, just, <laughs> I know it's kind of, this is probably why I'm not going to do this bit on stage, but it's just, I, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that there used to be a lot of assassinations and now there's not. There really is no point there. Um, it's just something that I pointed out. I'm not, I don't want to see anyone get assassinated, but it'd be nice. <laughs> just see your mother get clipped back to the left. Hey, fuck. Um, so it's Saturday. And then, so I headlined the early show and then it was 10 o'clock and I was like, Braden, you can headline. Um, so, and then I just went up and I was super not giving a fuck because I wasn't even the headliner. And then I had a great set because like that's the fucking, that's the rules of comedy is the less you give a fuck, the better you'll do. And, you know, that's how it works. That's why I always bomb or not bomb, but I always fucking not even freeze up. It's because my, the way I do comedy is like, I need to, you know, fucking shake hands with the muse first and then the jokes will come, but they make you write that shit down and have your set planned and blah, blah, blah. And you got to hit him with your opening joke. And it's just like, man, that's not what I do, bro. Like <laughs> I'm a fucking artist. I'm a fucking artist. Fuck. Um, okay. So yeah, so uh, <clears throat> uh, great weekend of shows. And then Sunday, I was like, fuck you. I've been working for 15 days straight. I'm literally fucking chilling. I'm making pro lines. I'm doing bong rips. I did all that shit. And the fucking Jaguars. Like, fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? Coming back on a fucking two-point convert? That fucked up my entire pro line. I was calling unders. I had the under on the Panthers game. I had the fucking, uh, what else did I fucking have? Oh, I had the over on the Giants game, which was also fucking, I don't think Jimmy G's good. Like, I think he's just handsome. <laughs> and then the whole world is like, I think this is a good quarterback, but he's not like he wins sometimes, but he's not good. Like he what fucking, you know, 13 points. You're putting up 13 points against the fucking, who are they up against? Fuck. I don't even remember who the fuck. Let's go to the score here. But anyways, the fucking Jaguars fucked up my pro line and I was like in the zone like so hard. Um, okay, let's go to the scores here. What do we got? Man, that fucking Bills-Lions game was wild too, hey? I fucking called out on the spread too, man. Like I was just so good. Oh yeah, and then the Falcons fucked me too. I can't. How can the Falcons not beat the fucking Commanders? But then let's look at that score. What was the score for the... Uh, what was the score there? Fucking... Jaguars. Yeah, 28 to 27. Yeah, that's when I'm fucking coming back with the fucking two-point converse touchdown. The replay official review of the runner was inbounds and the play was upheld. Two-point attempt succeeds. Fucking Trevor Lawrence. Good quarterback. Fucking 321 yards and three TDs, man. Like, that's awesome. Lamar Jackson, wow, throwing for 16 out of 32. That's crazy, man. 
I so I, this is when I start getting fucked by football here is because once all this shit starts shaking out, you just got to fucking shit's too wild, bro. What do we got tonight? The Steelers at the Colts. They're giving the Colts two and a half and a 39 and a half. Oh, I'm going to take that under. I think, man, the Steelers fucking suck. Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. I have no idea who that even is versus Matt Ryan. Oh my God. Yeah, this is going to be a shit fucking game tonight. Holy fuck. Uh, so yeah, so fucking Jaguars fucked up my pro line. I was making a bunch of cash here. So I don't know. Let's go chase some losses now. Hey, that's how you responsible gambling. When you lose, you got to make another fucking bet. Cause that means <laughs> you got to be <laughs> Keith Starnowski has a joke where he's just like, if you don't gamble down to your last dollar, do you really fucking believe in yourself? <laughs> Which is true. Um, okay. What do we got here? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Okay. Um, yeah, that was my weekend. And then I fucking, I just chilled out, did some groceries and there you go. So I'm coming back to Edmonton on Saturday at the Grindstone Theater. If you want to see me, let me know. And uh, yeah, Joel, I, I think you got a show or some shit. I don't know. M Bubba Marnus, don't feel like you guys got to come. If you guys got some shit fucking guaning. Um, yeah, cause I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be on the road, like on that Saturday. I, I think I only got like two. I don't even think I'll get to see my parents on this trip, to be honest. Um, I will see Janie though, but yeah. Anyways, promotional consideration for this week of Drew is provided by our Patreons. Joel, I'm going to record your fucking guitar lesson tonight. Um, would you like bonus content, like guitar lessons, fucking bonus behind the scenes, um, a bunch of other fucking shit and a personalized individual shout out on every single podcast. Then you could be like these fine folks, Alicia Narnigle, James, uh, New Guy Mark, Tony, Smog, Patrick, Nick, and Mac, uh, Bubba, Marnus, motherfucking Street Demon, our number one fan, Joel, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, call it Andre Blair and Terrence, say they name, what up, one of them, hi, Kevin and Joyce, hi, Mink. Uh, also, promotional consideration for this week of Drew is provided by King Tut's Cannabis. Let's go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. They're doing a fucking 40% off. Whoa, Cy Hyber Monday. 40% <laughs> off store-wide. It ends at midnight, uh, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So 10 o'clock Alberta time and midnight my time. Yo, 40% off. What? Okay, well, I, I literally have to buy some fucking shit right now. Yeah, I'm getting this four-pack. We're putting that in the cart. And I'm going to get a fucking ounce of uh, Tom Ford Pink Kush, too. 18 in stock. Man, these things are awesome. These little no-button vapes. It's so sick. You can just get fucked up on the low, like in the fucking airplane bathroom. Uh, two ounces of pine tar trim. Oh, you could get a little fucking make some edibles. Death Bubba. Orange cookies. Death Bubba. Let's get the Death Bubba going there. Why not? Okay, so let's see. Let's add this to the cart. Six left in stock. Oh, shit. No, I want the 28 gram. No, fuck you. 28 grams. You're just listening to a guy order weed on the internet right now. What the fuck is wrong with me? Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. Or if you're fucking on today, you can use the promo code like, uh, I think it's like cyber or some shit. What does it say? What's the promo code? Let's try to get this cyber 40 to get 40% off. Yo, that's actually a fucking crazy good deal. Yo, I'm going to remove that. 
How is it 99 bucks for an ounce and 60 bucks for a quarter? I don't get that, man. Weed? Weed is out of control. Okay, and I'm going to add a mystery gram. I wonder if I could double down my promo code. Let's see. Can we get 50% off? Let's see what happens. Uh, What are we at right now? Proceed. Oh, they do free shipping to BC. Oh, that's good. Okay, go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order right now. Okay, I'm going to order this weed and let's do some fucking dad rock. Talking about dad rock. Dad rock. Okay, I think this was the fucking B minor. Oh, yeah. B and then A and G major 7, right? Okay, we're gonna start that over again, fuck.
night night. I'll be in Edmonton Saturday, December 3rd at the Grindstone Theater. But before you leave, don't forget, you got a bonus. Nice.